You. Yo. Uh. September 11, 2021. Half cast 127, episode 127. Let's go. Happy Saturday to y'all. Hope everyone's weekend is going smooth. I have a few things to share with y'all. Mm. I gotta let it cook. This shit is too hot, man. I gotta let it cook for a second, man. Come on. <laughs> Yo, I swear, my one of my favorite parts of doing this show is every every night, every afternoon, every night, like ten minutes before it's time for me to record, finding picking a dope my one of my favorite instrumentals, picking a a hot instrumental to start. Eventually, I'm gonna have to get like some theme music. Like uh like like I'm walking into the WWE or something <laughs> eventually. But until I have to do that, that has to be the most fun part of doing this show. And I'm enjoying it. Uh yeah. Yeah. Um so I was watching I watched The Quiet Place last night and I know I'm late. I know I'm late, but I have one thing that concerned me is why on earth would you knock that lady up in the middle of a creature crisis? <laughs> I had to, yo, I'm like, oh, wait, she's pregnant? Belly out. I'm like, oh, wait, how's she, I'm like, oh, how's she pregnant? Like, why did you get that lady pregnant? And there's these things that's running around that if they hear you, they're going to kill all of you. Like, why would you? Is that the perfect time to be procreating in the middle of a creature crisis when uh, that's one particular particularly thing uh, newborns like to do is cry? Like I was like, you don't love that woman. <laughs> and then he went and, and then he went and gave his life for yeah. So I felt kind of bad after that. <laughs> John Krasinski is a hell of an actor, which I really think. Um, uh, Jack Ryan should not have been on. This is just my opinion. Jack Ryan shouldn't have been on Amazon. I know uh, you go where you go, but Jack Ryan should have been on like Hulu. Yeah, because that show, it definitely showed his acting range. But um, yeah, <laughs> but definitely not the range of being a, a, a good husband, a good mate, because how do you knock your lady up when you're in the middle of a, a, a uh, flesh-eating creatures that can hear things <laughs> and the first thing you do is get her pregnant wow use a condom people i got some stories for y'all 
Yes, who's batting first? Of course, ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, calls on Josh Mandel to apologize for comparing new vaccine mandates to Nazi Germany. Now, see, I was telling you about the uh, uh, Aaron DiMaggio was the girl that was at the school board meeting. That shit had me laughing all night at the school board meeting talking about the same thing. So I guess that's where she got it from that they said that uh, this is uh, comparable to what happened at the Nuremberg trials and all this stuff like that. It's just kids wearing masks, man. Like, yeah, come on. And now this is uh, because I guess every idiot has a leader from which the uh, the idiot, the idiocracy flows, the whatever the hell the word for it is. <laughs> every idiot has a role model. So I guess he's the uh, I guess uh, he's the tree from which all the fruit of the other fools are fucking coming from. Uh, the Anti-Defamation League is calling on Republican Senate candidate to apologize for invoking the Nazis and decrying new vaccine mandates. Now, who told them to start that? Who told them to take it down? <laughs> Was it? I think it might have been the Nazis to be like, "Whoa, you're making a you're making a a, a real weird comparison there, fella." I don't think we want to. Even they don't even want to be grouped in with the mass mandates. <laughs> they like, oh, that's a. Uh, that's a heavy burden to bear, man. You might want to take that down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We could take the heat, but not that kind of heat. <laughs> to apologize. Yeah, anti-defamation. Yeah, who are you defaming? The Nazis? Holy shit. They made them. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The anti is calling on to apologize for dope. Who who's making them apologize? That's what that's what it's turned into now. After president, because if the uh if if it really is the Nazis that's telling them to take it down to apologize, then that's isn't that kind of openly admitting that they still that they still very much exist? Uh, or am I reaching? After President Joe Biden announced those two, those new plan requirements for businesses, uh, Josh Mandel responded by telling people they should not comply with the tyranny. He even said, "When the Gestapo show up at your front door, you know what to do." Uh, yeah. The ADL reacted with disgust to Mandel's commentary and said being asked to wear a mask or take an FDA-approved vaccine is not equivalent to the actions of the Gestapo in Nazi-era Germany or the systemic annihilation of an entire group of people. <laughs> These comparisons are beyond the pale and need to stop. Thank you. Thank you. While there are some people who disagree or are just on the fence with uh, taking the vaccines or uh, or even wearing a mask, which I think is turning it's, it's coming out that the people who don't wear the mask are they're they're showing that they're highly offended by people who do wear a mask. It's like uh, I guess if you wear a mask, it's like you're calling people who don't wear the mask like you're calling them wrong, like you're insulting them. To the point where they're actually getting physical and berating and uh, protesting and, and coughing on people and doing all types of weird shit. The people who don't wear the mask and and yeah, they 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 must be they're they're the antagonists in this. They are because the people who wear the mask don't really give a fuck. They're just like, uh, well, you wear it, you don't catch anything, or you know, if it works, it doesn't work. You rather get caught with it than without it. That's the whole attitude for the people that wear the mask. They don't necessarily like it either but they're going like it's just a fucking mask 
But um, <laughs> it kills me, man. But um, yeah, they seem to be the ones that's taking a uh, being asked to wear a mask or taking a. Yeah, they called on him to apologize. Did he apologize? No, Mandel responded by insisting he won't apologize, saying the ADL should be apologizing instead of accusing them of playing footsie with Jew haters. <laughs> this is, this is what, hey, 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 hey. I am a, I'm a third party. I do not share the views of calling people Jew haters and Nazis and Gestapo and all that stuff like that. I'm just pointing out the childish shit that's going on between people who are supposed to be leading this country. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're supposed to be the caretakers of this country and this is how we're fighting amongst each other over fucking mass. We're turning it into political views. We're turning it into religion. We're turning it into, yeah, into uh, social, into social injustice uh, accusations. Like Mandel also attacked ADL CEO Jonathan Greenblatt as cop as a capo, and if you don't know what that is, here's a brief history lesson. Here we go. The term refers to prisoners in con concentration camps who were assigned to oversee and carry out the torment of fellow prisoners. Oh, whoa, that is a capo, K-A-P-O. Attacking another Jew with that label is in the words of former Jewish Chronicle reporter Daniel Sugarman, the worst insult a Jew can give another Jew. Wow. Uh, they have, I guess that's the, uh, that's the equivalent of calling a black person an Uncle Tom or a house nigger or, yeah, I think that's like the, uh, the equivalent, maybe. Uh, yeah, there have unfortunately been a number of people, uh, comparing Mask and, or, uh, or Benedict Arnold or Judas or it's, yeah, yeah, you get, you get what I'm saying. Uh, comparing Mask and vaccine, uh, mandates to Nazi Germany. <laughs> Yeah, including Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, Congressman, and that and that lady that they should have cut. It's like a cut her mic off. <laughs> yeah, we supposed to be talking about the bake sale when she talking about uh, the Mac, the mass mandates in Nuremberg, Germany. Like, come on, lady, let's get this off my page, please. Your beliefs, like yo, you can. It doesn't have to be this serious. It really doesn't. Like, people are turning it into, well, what team are you on? Well, what are you going to do? And uh, it, it's going to call to make a decision from all of us eventually. But for you to uh, stand up and persecute people for that, that's what I, that's what I don't want. For you to, uh, if you get a vaccine, it's saying that you don't believe in God. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Come on. Or if you uh, wear or if you wear a mask, uh, that's not what was intended. People are meant to breathe air. So what is the mask like? What are you breathing when you're wearing a mask? <laughs> oh, God. What's next? New York hitman disguised as a Hasidic Jew shoots reformed gangster in the head. How the hell did this happen? Chilling surveillance video shows in this top line right here. This top line right here just—it just sounds like a uh, like a movie. I was looking for where they were filming this, and it just sounds like this is something like The Godfather or something where people would dress up as. Why would you dress up as somebody wanted him bad? <laughs> Yo, NYPD surveillance shows a man dressed as a Hasidic Jew shooting Jermaine Dixon. Dixon was a reformed gangster who had recently been released after serving 19 years in jail. 
Detectives are investigating the possibility that he was targeted because he was a suspected informant against co-defendants. Whoa! This definitely is something out of a movie. Yeah, the New York Police Department is looking for a suspect who shot an ex-convict a convict in the head multiple times while wearing a disguise. The fatal shooting took place on Monday in Queens, New York, and chilling footage shared by the NYPD shows the unidentified perpetrator dressed as an ultra-Orthodox Jew shooting his, I don't know what that is, head shooting his victim point blank in broad daylight. Wow. Wow. Wearing a record, the frock, the frock coat worn by Hasidic Jewish men, which I think that should be, do they wear that in the summertime? It's hot as hell. It's still warm, even if the weather is breaking. But yeah, that should look uh, suspicious for anybody that's like, they don't have to wear that all year round, do they? That sounds hot. That would Somebody like that would stand out if I was a, a witness or even a detective on a surveillance video, uh, watching a surveillance video and appearing to have side locks uh, that are grown by some men in the Orthodox Jewish community. Uh, the shooter can be seen pretending to fix his car with the hood up. This is straight out of a movie. This is really straight out of a mob movie. Uh, before running up to his victim, shooting him, shooting him in the head and escaping in his white Nissan. Did they get a plate? Nope. I'm looking at the picture right here. No plate. Uh, yeah, the victim has been identified as Jermaine Dixon, a former gang member who was released from prison less than a year ago after serving 19 years for murder and drug charges. So if he was an informant, then and he still did 19 years, then what the hell did he give up that he still had to do damn near 20 years? Like, <laughs> like yeah, because if life is 25 years, then what did he give up that he did damn near life already? I mean, like a former member of Brooklyn's patio crew drug gang, the New York Daily News reported that Dixon was a reformed gangster who pursued a bachelor's degree in business while in jail and filed for a compassionate release. Uh, police officers uh, found Dixon at around 8 a.m. on Monday, around seven minutes after the murder, and pronounced him dead at the scene. Whoa! No arrest has been, no arrests have been made, and the investigation is ongoing. The New York, the NYPD described the shooter as a dark-skinned man. <laughs> Come on, this doesn't stand out to you? A, a, a black man dressed as a Hasidic Jew in the middle of Manhattan, in like yeah. <laughs> As a dark-skinned man, last seeing, last wearing all black and a mask. See, oh, see, hey, hey, if you're gonna fight the mask mandates, that's the one thing that you have is that is that people are more comfortable committing crime because everybody has to wear a mask now. That's the only chip you really got to play. Other than just crying like a baby, wah! I gotta cover my face. Some of you should anyway. Cover your mouth. Delete this. Five Missouri police officers who made up an entire department quit their jobs over pay and staffing. Because fuck you, if I'm working in Mayberry and my regular shift is a double. If one person, if two people call out and I got to pull four shifts, I got to work two. No, come on. This doesn't work. What, what backyard town only have five police officers? 
Like they say you can't be judge and the jury. Like you might have to be. Oh my God. All the all of the officers and the chief. I love how they say all of the officers, where the shit says it's only five. <laughs> all of the officers. <laughs> all of the officers and the chief of police of the Kimberly, Kimberling City Police Department in Missouri have resigned. This must be a very small city. Yeah, Kimberling City Mayor Bob Fritz said the exodus was disappointing, according to KY3. Emergency calls will be directed to the county office who cannot enforce Kimberling City ordinances. The entire police department of Kimberling City, Missouri, have resigned from their positions, citing pay and resources, according to local media. Bob Fritz, the mayor of Kimberling City, a city of about 2,600 people in the state south called uh, in the state south called the Exodus, unexpected and the short notice disappointing. Well, 25 people to police 2,600 people is a lot. Is a lot. Yeah, come on, stop that. The department consisted of five officers, including the police chief, whose resignations will take effect in the next few weeks. Damn right. Damn right. Yeah. Because as long as I'm there, yeah, these people get these, uh, well, as long as they're holding it together with five people, why do we need any more? We can do it on the budget, on the shoestring fucking budget. Fuck you. I'm spending time away from my family. I got to police 2,600 people. I know those hours were ridiculous. We're looking for officers. We're looking for a new police chief. Maybe I should be the new chief of Kimberling. <laughs> yeah, there's a new chief in town. I'm pretty sure they're going to be desperate to find somebody just to fit in, just to fill in. And I think we'll be, we're looking for officers. We're looking for a new police chief. And I think we'll be fine for it said. Meanwhile, TVs are being thrown in the back of avalanches. The revolution is not televised. <laughs> yeah, the officers who was, <laughs> the whole city is burning around, is burning down around. And he's like, hey, I got a, I got a positive vibe about this. Change is good. The officers who resigned cited a variety of concerns, including salary, lack of staffing. That would be a, that would be okay. We'll work on the salary, but the lack of staffing makes your job even more dangerous because officers are spread thin. And if you're in a threat condition and you're and you're not on point, you're tired, you're fatigued. That could cost somebody their life. Um. And underqualified personnel, which can also get somebody killed in the line of duty. The department chief, Craig Alexander, found a position with the neighboring Branson West Police Department. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, they're going to run me to death. Yeah, as the department is restaffed, emergency calls will be handled by the Stone County Sheriff's Office, which they, yeah. Until then, uh, we will be answering all the calls in Kimberling City. We can't afford city ordinances. But any other calls we will be handling at this time. No people going to be getting away with everything for a minute. <laughs> any other calls? Yeah, Sheriff Doug Raider told KY3 will be a struggle to fill the police department back up with qualified officers. Obviously, you only need five people. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully they can start working. So you get your dog. You so you get a dog. You get Barney Fife. You get Festus. You get uh. <laughs> You get Mahoney. <laughs> That's half the. <laughs> well, hopefully, yeah. But well, hopefully, you get detective. You get a Turner. You get a detective. You get Turner. 
and uh, who else? And you get the uh, the dude from the commission. Um, yeah, Michael Chiklis. I think that's his name. Yeah, but hope. Yeah, that's the department right there. That's what I did. Yeah, but hopefully they can start working on that as soon and get that accomplished. Where it could not be reached by insider for comment. Damn right, because he's like, I gotta look. I gotta got enough on my plate here. I gotta take care of this shit. This little uh flyover city. Why is it even a fucking city? It shouldn't be shouldn't even be a city. You only got five police officers. The way we were. <laughs> Delete. Now I'm watching. Uh I started. I was supposed to watch um a quiet place too. And uh, I like that movie because it's like, what, like an hour and 35 minutes. It goes fast. And uh, well, I'm pretty sure the second one is going to uh, go fast, too. I didn't get to it yet. But, um, yeah, I started a uh, clickbait. Um, I, and the reason why I'm uh, catching up on certain shows that I haven't been, because I've been working on the pod. I've been working on this. No days off for like, what, like eight days show every day for like the past eight, nine days. Um, maybe 10, maybe more. But um, the reason I have is because when I start this Wu-Tang, <laughs> I might just do the whole, I think tomorrow I might just do the whole series. And yeah, I got to let that sink. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to catch up because uh, between, between season one, episode two to season, uh, between season two. Episode one of Wu-Tang all the way to the last episode to end the series. I'm not watching anything in between that because, yeah, it's, it's highly anticipated. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just catching up on little things in between. Uh, next up. Fire Deputy Coroner's murder bond revoked because he allegedly kept communicating with co-defendant. Oh, God, here we go. Leave her alone. Look, yep, that's how I do it. What's a woman? Leave her alone. Which I uh, is back to jail for a fired deputy coroner who allegedly kept communicating with this co-defendant despite his bond conditions. So what did you like? Yeah. Christopher Allen Dantel 38 returned to lockup Thursday at 4:40 p.m. According to online records from the Horry County Sheriff's Office in South Carolina, now both he and Megan Marie Jackson, 36, must remain, must remain behind bars as they face charges. What is this? Some sick Romeo and Juliet? You can't, they can't keep you. Not even bars can keep us away from each other. Cling, I would like to think not. Uh, <laughs> I think they can. Gregory Vincent Rice, who shared four children with Jackson. Why are you messing with yo? Don't get and I, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, the two defendants had an affair, prosecutors said, during a November 2020 bond hearing, according to WPDE. They allegedly met as Jackson worked for a company that delivered bodies for to a funeral. That's how y'all met? Get the fuck out of here. Rice was reported missing last October 5th and turned up dead November 8th along the Little P.D. River near Pitt's Landing off of Highway 378. Where the hell is this? What? It said he was uh, um, Zachary Rice, Gregory's adult son, Sue Jackson, and Dontel as the killer, saying he was 
filing in part on behalf of his four minor siblings. Here, plaintiff is informed and believes that on or about October 2nd, 2020, Defendant Jackson and Defendant Dantel acted in concert to murder the decedent, the, the, the decedent, Gregory Vincent. I can read y'all. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Gregory Vincent Rice. I'll stop, teacher. I'll take my goddamn mask off and walk right out of here right now. Stop laughing at me. I know how to read. Sound it out, Avery. <laughs> the de the descendant, <laughs> Gregory Vincent Rice. The lawsuit stated, the I before E, except after C. Johnson, Dontel, who was fired from, oh God, uh, who was fired from the Horry County Sheriff's Office after Gregory Rice's body was discovered, allegedly kept communicating with Jackson over the phone to text messages, even at stop talking. The easiest way to beat a murder charge is to keep your mouth shut. Please don't murder anybody. <laughs> Please don't. The easiest way to beat a murder charge is to keep your mouth shut. They have to prove that you killed somebody with be it, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, and the more you open your mouth, the more guilty you look. Just don't say shit. I mean, don't say anything. They have to prove you guilty. You don't have to prove yourself innocent. Even as they, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. Take that as legal advice if you want. <laughs> Yeah, the court revoked Jackson's bond first with prosecutors, also saying she went to areas restricted under the terms of her home. Of it, were they messing? Yeah, they were messing around. Keep that. Yeah, she could only. I think after you get caught, I think after you're uh, accused or indicted for murder, then yeah, that should be the deal breaker. Of like, yeah, sex might be. Yeah, it should be off after that. The sex should be off. Okay, let's recap. Um. Man-eating monsters that can hear a, a, a pin drop in the middle of the wilderness, okay? That's when you should not be trying to procreate. That and uh, after you've killed the uh, after you've killed someone else's love interest in a uh, in a weird love triangle type of murder type of thing, that's number two, right? On numerous occasions, defendant's GPS monitor was shown. Uh, has shown her at retail establishments or other locations not tied to work. Court speaking with their attorney, etc. Uh, the state wrote in a motion obtained by a friend spoke warmly of Gregory Rice, uh, Jim McCown, who knew Rice since he was age 10 and was formerly married to his brother, Tim Rice, that she began losing touch with Gregory when she moved to South Carolina, but she said the loss hit her heart. Wow. Wow, thank you for being a wonderful brother and for everything you did for me and our children. And you are a great spirit, Mikian said when she asked what she would tell them if they could speak one more time. Oh, that's kind of sad. Wow, don't get caught up in a love triangle with a bunch of hell. Uh, was it worth it? Look at you. <laughs> You're fucking embarrassing me. <laughs> oh, shit. What's next? Last. How we running on time? 27 minutes. Let's do it. And I'll get back to clickbait, which is clickbait is very, very, very good. Uh, man jailed after stabbing woman with a syringe filled with the semen in a supermarket. Because <laughs> I see a lady tonight that should be having my baby. Baby. 
<laughs> Yo, sir, sir, I think you're at an age where you should know that the semen doesn't go in like that. It doesn't work like that. I mean, a Maryland man stabbed a woman in the buttocks with a syringe containing his own semen. What the hell? That's another good way to get a BBL, right? Yeah. Uh, the woman told Fox 5 that the perpetrator leaned in and said, I know it feels like a bee sting, doesn't it? <laughs> you heard a woman? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's be adults. The woman told Fox 5 that the perpetrator leaned in and said, I know it feels like a bee sting, doesn't it? Which is something that you should never tell any woman when you're penetrating her with, with something that could possibly cause her. Okay, so now let's recap. <laughs> All right. So there should be no reproduction during a, a flesh-eating creature uh, uh, pandemic uh, uh, or whatever. Uh, yeah, a pandemic. Let's call it a pandemic. We know that's not the word. Okay. You should not be uh, trying to reproduce or procreate or have sex with your co-defendant when you have an active murder case going on. Okay. That's number three. Uh, that's number two. And number three, you should not be trying to reproduce by injecting a syringe full of your ejaculate. <laughs> Into a woman's uh into a woman's left butt cheek or her right butt cheek uh for any uh was it the left? It said in the buttocks. Okay. Any butt cheek. The man has now been jailed for 10 years for the crime. A Maryland man has been jailed for 10 years after he stabbed a woman uh with the syringe filled with the semen. What did he think was gonna happen? He's 50 says on 18th on February 18th of last year, uh it says 18 February of last year, and I automatically thought that this was uh like overseas. Only people overseas, like we're not just like we don't do the metric system. We don't do the date before the month. Stop that. Thomas Byron Stimmon, 51. Okay, at 51, if you don't know how uh your reproductive system and a child's and a woman's reproductive system works, then I'm pretty sure you shouldn't be allowed to hold anything sharp, and that includes scissors or anything else, or even a syringe. Where did you get a syringe from? Stab Katie Peters. He really think that's where it goes. <laughs> the sad part is that he probably really thought that that's where babies come from. It comes out the butt. <laughs> he was probably in jail for the whole 10 years. Like, I got to get out. I got to go see my child. <laughs> <laughs> babies come from out because at 51 years you don't know what to go oh god with the syringe she was shopping at christopher's fine foods and church in maryland uh cc cctv footage obtained by local outlet ktvu steamer can be seen entering the store behind peters and stabbing her in the buttocks as she returned the shopping cart peters told fox 5 after the man stabbed her, he leaned in and said, I know it feels like a bee sting, doesn't it? That's how he did <laughs> She told the outlet that she initially thought Steeman had burned her with a cigarette and started yelling at her, which should, oh my God. When she got in her car, 
when she got in her car, the driveway, she said she felt a burning sensation in her leg and called her son to say she might have been stabbed with a heroin needle. Wow. Uh, she told uh, Fox 5 that she went to the doctor to figure out what had happened, and she was taking medication as a precautionary measure. I have no clue what was in that needle. It could be a rat. It could be rat poison, uh, HIV, uh, trucks. What's trucks? I don't know what's in that needle. Yeah, Peter sold the outlet at the time when uh, he thought that was his penis, man. <laughs> when police, he's 51 years old. He don't know how babies are made. Oh, wow. When police investigated that, that the incident, they discovered multiple syringes and steaming. So he was just running around pollinating. I guess that's what the bee thing comes from. He's just going from flower to flower. Jesus, all full of his semen. How long does it take for you to fill up all those syringes? He, should be the, <laughs> he shouldn't even have the strength to push the fucking plunger. Yeah. <laughs> Investigators also said that steaming had attempted to attack two other victims in the store the same day. Oh, he was working. Steeman was arrested and charged with first and second degree assault and reckless endangerment. The judge in that case called the attack absolutely bizarre <laughs> and disturbing. Steeman had recently moved to the state from Ohio and had six prior convention convictions on his record, probably for something doing the same thing. Yeah, wearing um wearing mirrors on your shoes and going up an escalator to look under women's dresses. Desperately trying to figure out the woman's reproductive system so he could figure out. <laughs> oh my God. It feels like a little bee sting, doesn't it? <laughs> I know it feels like a bee sting, doesn't it? Crazy. Oh my God, yo. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, If you watch the YouTube, if you watch the YouTube video of this podcast, uh, like, subscribe, comment. If you fucks with the show, period, reach out to me, talk shit, I don't care, at Rise and Shine, R-Y-E-Z-S-H-Y-N-E on Twitter. Link to my webpage is in the bio. Facebook, Avery Johnson, hit me on Messenger, talk shit, I don't care. My link is in the bio, beautiful webpage. Got everything, webpage has everything on it, it's the AJ, AJ Podcast, all the episodes of the half cast. And uh, uh, either the video or the audio is right there on the same website. You don't have to travel around. They're all right there for you. Um, Instagram, TacoMeat05. Yes. Uh, link in bio, AJ Podcast. Amen. Yeah, that being said, I'm going to uh, talk to you guys very, very soon. Don't let anybody poke you in the butt with a needle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love you guys. Adios.